You're listening to The Brit Summit Show. The Brit Summer Show, 95.3 FM, 1470 WWNN, FYINation.com, GDPR Revolution 99.com, SoFloRadio.com, and tune in. And if you're wondering why I opened the show this week without any comedy bits, well, I, I have an announcement to make. So I'm shaking things up a little bit, uh, rather than my usual format, what I usually do. But if you're wondering where the comedy is, it's here, and uh, I will be commencing my show as usual in just a few moments. But first, I wanted to get this out of the way. If you haven't already heard my show last week, I mentioned I was going to make this announcement, and I was waiting to hear back from uh, certain people, and I did not. So I am making the announcement now. As my listeners know, and this show's been on for quite some time, I think going on six years this July, and it's no surprise to anybody who's familiar with my work from the Neil Rogers show previously uh, with George Rodriguez on SoFlowRadio.com. By now, you know that I am a trans woman, and I have been for 17 years. And I should add that as far as being transgender is concerned, I've been very fortunate. Uh, Never had a, a negative encounter. Ever, ever, the entire time, up until February of this year. Now, and as I've discussed on this show many times, I travel a lot. I've been to England, I've been to the Midwest, I've been over here, I've been over there, and I've got my passport, I've got my license. And I should say, moving forward, that uh, I did not change my boy name or gender on my driver's license. But my picture... And a pretty good one, too, I might add, is on my license and my passport. How the hell do you think I made it to England? How do you, th- how do you, how do you, I fly a lot. Well, haven't in a while because I haven't had the money. But I like to travel and never had a problem with it. Everything else that I have with my name on it says Brittany Summers. All of my identification, with the exception of my license, and that's primarily because uh, I've been told. <laughs> <laughs> that it ranges between 500 uh, or 1500 dollars uh, to have your name changed on your license or, or your gender <laughs> here's what really happened i've never encountered a problem so i've never had a reason to do it not to mention i didn't have the money well i did it one time but at the time i had when i was making a good living and i had the money to do it There was no cause to do it. I was getting along just dandy. Why, I was even getting through TSA, no problem. Saying hello to the transgenders who work for TSA. I think it means uh, the uh, Transgender Security uh, Administration. (laughs) Like I said, I have never encountered a problem, so I saw no reason to even bother with it. It rarely, rarely ever comes up. Okay, now that you know that, And I'm not going to go through the list of uh, all my identification. Of course, this is on the air. Despite the uh, telecom industry wanting to get all our information, I'm not going to hand it to them. But yeah, one is a a bank card with my name on it. And no shortage of other cards. I've got plenty of identification. It gets me by just fine. It's just the the license I never got around to because I never had to. So... Now that you understand all of that, 
Let's go back in time just one month. Let's roll the calendar back, back to, well, it's a little over a month now, to February. And uh, as you know, I work closely with Nicole Sandler. I provide her production for her, and as of late, I've sat in for her show. Now, we're both victims of the Telecom Act. We're both, as they say in the business, on the beach, along with, oh, about 100,000 other people who can't find steady-paying jobs anymore because they're gone, and once they're gone. So, as a friend, I help her out, as this audience knows, because they listen to both shows, and, uh, and that's fine. I don't expect anything in return. And I've helped other people out, FYINation.com. If I know they're struggling and I don't have any money, I'm in the same boat they are, so I'm happy to help out any way I can. Uh, so so that's where our friendship developed, Nicole and I. And she feels bad that she's never been able to pay me for it, but that's not the point. I, I, I do it for her. She's my friend, and, and she's a great talent, and I'm actually honored to be part of her show. Uh, it's that good of a show, and she does that good of a job. And she's gone through this with the cancer and the operation and all that. I, it's not even in my head. I don't care. Uh, so uh, her husband, as a token of appreciation, offered me this gift certificate for BJ's Wholesale Club. Now, when it was first handed to me, I'm like, uh, okay, thank you. That's very kind. Because I've never had any interest to go to a box, a big box store. Uh, I'm a single person and I don't have seven kids. I don't have a big family, and if you go to a box store, then it makes sense, because if you're a single person and you want to buy one jar of mayonnaise, you're not in there to buy a drum of mayonnaise. So I never saw the logic, and not to mention, it's kind of weird that you have to join a, a, a store to shop there. So it's never been of interest to me. So I, I appreciated the gesture and uh, regarded it with the platitude, because I, I, I'm like, uh, BJ's, eh, they're next to a Dick's. It's like uh, I used to make jokes about that on my show. You never see a BJ's without a Dick's or vice versa. So one particular Saturday, I was out shopping, going to my regular stores, and I said, oh, I have this uh, gift certificate. I might as well redeem it while I'm out on the road. I'll, I'll just pull in there and uh, see what they do. Well, okay, here's where the trouble began. First of all, BJ's, <laughs> I've never been in one before. And it's a huge store with a very tiny parking lot. You can't park there. I had to park over by, uh, there's a, a car repair store. And this particular BJ's happens to be in a very nice neighborhood, which is unusual for BJ's. So I parked a car like 50 miles away. That's okay, I don't mind the walk. And then... I go in there, it's like a 20-minute wait. Naturally, it's a Saturday, that I understand, at this uh, service desk area. And uh, to my right is the uh, self-checkout. And uh, there's this uh, guy who's monitoring the people checking them out, uh, comes up to me. Meanwhile, I, um, let me get back to this one thing. While I'm standing in line, I'm looking at the, around the store at the prices, and I'm near the appliance area. And the prices I saw were like more than Brandsmart. It's like, why would you go there? Why would, 
Why would you want to join a club? Why would you have to give them money to pay for something that you could get just as cheap uh, down the street? So whatever, I was sitting there online, and uh, this uh, uh, African-American gentleman, who I don't know what his name was, I, I should have got it, I forgot. It's easy enough to find out, because I know what a manager's name is. He walks up to me, says, can I help you, miss? I said, yeah, I have this uh, gift certificate, I'm here to redeem it. So he took it, and he said, do you have uh, identification? Do you have your license? I said, yeah, I gave him my driver's license. So he takes, he takes that and d- disappears down the, the desk, way down at the end. And I'm standing at the other end of the desk for about another 20 minutes. And I'm sitting there wondering, what is this, some kind of a federal government operation? What what is it taking so long for them to read my license? And I'm waiting and wondering why. Well, he comes back. He says, "I'm, I'm sorry, quote, I'm sorry, we cannot accept you as a member of BJ's because your gender does not match your identification. I'm, I'm, I'm like, what? What? This is a store where you buy food and things. Really? That's important to you? He said, quote, I'm sorry, uh, we'll have to ask you to leave. So I, I said, I'm not leaving until I speak to the manager. I said, are you the manager? And he said, no, I'll get the manager for you. I said, before he left, I said, and this guy was black. I said, you do realize that's discrimination, don't you? And he just gave me a dirty look and he went and get the manager. <clears throat> and so the manager comes over, and he's just as na- even nastier than the other guy. I said, you do realize you're discriminating, right? Because my gender doesn't match my license. And this is a retail store. And then he gives me this song and a dance about how it's in our uh, company policy that uh, we treat everyone equally. I said, who's everyone, who's equally, and who wrote that? And then I said, by whose standards? By each store's standards? And he just said, he just parroted it again. He just said, we treat everyone equally. And I said, well, uh, do you treat the, the person who gave me this gift certificate equally? And I started to hand it to him and he pushed my hand away. I said, read this receipt, at least take a look at it. And then he took it and then he's reading it. And then he said, with, with, with the receipt in his hand, shaking his hand at me, saying, quote, he should have made it clear to us that you're transgender. Now, if that wasn't upsetting enough, and uh, mind you, I did not use any curse words, but I, I, I did leave. When I got to the car, I'm thinking, okay, let's see if this... Ha-. Now, at that time, I had $60 in my purse, and, I, and it was my shopping day. So I wanted to find out just on discovery to see if this would happen at a similar box store. And uh, across the town, I'd say it's about, <laughs> it was about 10 miles the other direction. I went to Costco and I went through the same procedure with them. And they, they said, do you have any ID to show me that you're Brittany Summers? I said, sure. And I gave it to them. And at Costco, no problem. I got my Costco ID for Brittany Summers. And I'll probably never shop there because it's really expensive. I, I mean, Jesus Christ. Uh, so I'm thinking how to do this, how to, how to handle this through the proper channels. And uh, having met the legal director of the uh, American Civil Liberties Union out of Dade County, out of Miami, 
Nancy Abudu. I met her. I spoke with her. Uh, she spoke before our club at the Oakland Park Democratic Club, and uh, she seemed like a very sincere and earnest person, and, and, and her speech before us was like, it would bring a tear to your eye. The work that uh, her and ACLU have done, have accomplished, and that is true, what they've done. It's, it's amazing. If it wasn't for them, we'd all be a lot worse off. But her, their focus in, in South Florida is primarily on voter suppression, I guess, uh, brought on by uh, back in 2000 with Jeb Bush when he uh, illegally knocked all those voters off the ballot. That's where it began. But they're working hard on that, and it's great, and they're doing great work. So I thought I'd contact her. And uh, at first, I told her the situation. I provided my summary. And what happened was this. She said, I'll submit this to legal and get back to you as soon as I get word from them. Okay, fine. All right. Take your time. I want this done right. Because what I wanted ultimately from them was a written apology from their corporate office. They said no. Instead, they sent their regional manager to call me and offer me a membership at BJ's Wholesale, a place I wouldn't set foot on if a gun was held to my head. So I'm getting to the point. Now you understand why I didn't mention this on the show, why I didn't put this on Facebook or any of that stuff. I was real quiet about it, even around some of my colleagues and people I, I know. I didn't say nothing because I wanted to see what they would do first. And here's what they did. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And you know why? Because it's not a high-profile case. They made me wait. Nancy Abudu made me wait over a month before getting a final answer. And her final answer was, get out. Because apparently the ACLU finds the behavior at BJ's Wholesale acceptable. That's okay. You see, they thought... I wanted to sue them for lots of money, and I wanted to make this a big headline. Why? Because then they'd get more donations for it, but that's not the case. I had no grounds. Rude as these people were to me, my life was not threatened. I, I was not harmed in any way. No one was killed. No one was shot. So the ACLU just sticks their nose up at that. So any smaller case of discrimination, that's okay. That's okay by the ACLU, and keep that in mind, all my minority listeners out there. If anything happens to you that you didn't deserve uh, uh, for, from a ridiculous place like BJ's Wholesale, and if it screws up your life, and yeah, maybe you do lose some income. I did that that weekend, and uh, I, I, when I was writing that summary, I was pissed off, so naturally I put that down. But I don't even care about that now. And I've had friends say to me, you could sue them for millions and millions of dollars. There's no grounds for that. There's no, that, it didn't get that far. But it got far enough where I learned these advocacy organizations, ACLU, SPLC, oh yeah, they didn't get back to me. How much they got your back. You know who got back to me? Equality Florida. They got my back. They, right now, they're trying to call their corporate offices, and uh, Gina Duncan, as a matter of fact, and they have not, at the transcription of this particular show, have not gotten back to her. And let me give you a little corporate background on BJ's Wholesale Club. Okay, first of all, they're based in Westboro, Massachusetts, and their CEO's name is Christopher Baldwin. Now, 
There's a name you're probably not familiar with, but I'm certain you're familiar with the name Hess Gas Stations. Do you remember Hess Gas Stations? How they doing? You see any more Hess Gas Stations? Well, you know why? Because Christopher Baldwin put them out of business. An oil company. And it's no wonder why, because he works for uh, Green and Partners, which is a venture capitalist thing. And you know what venture capitalists do. They put businesses out of business. So <laughs> that should give you some perspective of, of who I'm dealing with here. Christopher Baldwin. Uh, BJ, and that's why they don't care. They don't care. I told that uh, regional manager that uh, they, they owe me not only a written apology, but I want them to initiate diversity training for employees. So they have an idea about the people that they're going to be dealing with. It is, after all, a retail operation, not some kind of sanctimonious. Uh, uh, listen, there's there's tons of box stores. Why go there? You've got and I, I wouldn't go to Sam's. That's Walmart. But Costco was very pleasant. Costco was very, very nice. And from what I read, they treat your employees very, very well. They pay them highly. Uh, and uh, everybody's happy there. I just can't afford it because it's way too much money. It's expensive. I don't see the benefit of going there at all. But that's not to say it's not a nice place. Costco is fine. If that's your scene, if that's the situation, if you've got a big family with 200 kids, then Costco's the place to go because you can buy not just one honey bun, but a case of honey buns, like 200 honey buns for $24. I mean, if you think that's a bargain, go ahead. I don't. But what I, I go to Aldi. Uh, and listen, listen. I hear people saying, I don't know about Aldi. Aldi. GMO free food. It's GMO free food at a really, really reasonable price. And just as reasonable as you'd find in uh, BJ's or any of those other crappy stores. It's clean, which BJ's was not clean. Their their parking lot was strewn with garbage. The store was not uh, not appealing at all. For food, I will go to Aldi's and occasionally Publix because they're overpriced too. But the Publixes I've gone to, most of them are clean. The food is clean. I know that Aldi is GMO-free. And you'll hear uh, um, about a year ago I spoke about this. I was kind of, I had the spilkies about buying meat at Aldi. The produce there is beautiful. It's fine. And we don't have any local produce stands around where I live. So Aldi serves as a really good place to get produce. And it's it's fine. But as far as meats were, I had the spilkies because it's packaged weird. I never saw meat packaged funny that way. So I thought it was pre-processed. And it turns out I did an experiment and I bought uh, some of their meat. And it's good. It's good. It's just their, their packaging's unappealing. But But Aldi's fine. Okay, so you have to put a quarter in to get your card. Don't be a mumza. Aldi's fine. Uh, and I go to Penn Dutch uh, because uh, now and then I need some, like, they sell like 500 pounds of sausage for 10 bucks. I have to join a store. I don't have to join any of those. I have to join BJ's. It's a membership only for what? For what? I saw their appliances, their prices on the appliances. I go, if I need an appliance, a washing machine or an oven or, or a refrigerator or something, we've got a place here called Brandsmart. And up north, they got one too. It's not called Brandsmart, something else. I can't remember the name. But you don't have to join it like a cult. You can just walk in there and buy something. And the prices are just, if not cheaper, 
way cheaper than I listen I have a microwave that I bought I think in 1998 or 99 at Brandsmart I paid $30 for it still works uh, I, and I didn't have to join like a weird cult I didn't have to join it to buy something in there I just walked in and I bought it like it's a store I didn't have to go through any kind of aggravation. I didn't have to go through any kind of uh, uh, ID search. Who are you? Who the hell are you? What are you, transgender? Now that they're going to make a point of me being transgender going into their store, this goddamn BJ's Wholesale, when you go to Best Buy, do you have to join to go to Best Buy? No. When you go to Publix, do you have to join to go to Publix? No. And to my listeners across the pond, do you have to join to go into a Tesco? No! What's the point of this? Joining a store to go there to buy something. I don't know. Okay. Now, you know why I put that page up. Boycott BJ's Wholesale. And it's easy to do. It's real simple. Because you don't gotta go there. Oh, yeah. Okay, they got gas. They sell gasoline there. You can save a nickel a gallon. A nickel. I've seen the prices and I've seen the lines waiting to get gas at BJ's Wholesale. It's a... Okay... Yeah, about a nickel less a gallon than you get anywhere else. But then again, so is Costco. And if you're willing to sit online like it's 1973 to get gas, to save a nickel, uh, even me, a schlepper like me, I'll go to extra length and I'll pay the extra nickel just so I can fill my tank and get the hell out of there. That, that's the big bargain? Tell me what the big bargain is at the big box stores. We have to buy 700 items uh, when you only need one. What is the benefit of going there unless you have 900 kids at home? And what business is it of BJ's Wholesale to know what your gender is or what your name is or who, where you come from or whatever it is? And, and on top of it, they said, what can we do to make this better? And I told them, I said, I want a written apology. I want diversity training. I want well, how about this? We'll give you a free membership. A free membership. You can take your free membership and shove it up your ass. I said, if you're going to give a membership to anybody, give it to the people who gifted me the, because they had nothing to do with any of this that went down. They've been victimized as well. I said, you give them a lifetime membership. Never mind your one-year membership. Give them a lifetime membership and, and, and a $100 gift certificate. You give it to them. I want a goddamn apology. And to end this diatribe right now about BJ's Wholesale and they're wanting to know what gender you are, uh, they write that apology to me and all of this goes away. That's what I want. Because it's not just an apology to me. It is an acknowledgement of their lack of employee induction methods that don't train them in diversity and hiring knuckle-dragging morons that I had to deal with in that, in that store. And the emotional trauma it can cause. Now... That apology is not just to me. It's for everybody who's experienced that kind of discrimination. That's why I want that apology. As soon as I get it, all of this goes away. Okay? That's the deal. And that page stays up, boycott BJ's, until you give me what I want. And that is an apology for not just me, but the entire transgender community. Never mind just transgender, any minority community. You, you had no right... No right as a retail establishment to talk to anybody like that or treat anybody that way. No right at all. But don't tell that to the ACLU because they don't give a crap. Nobody was hurt. No headline. 
Sorry, can't help you. I'm very, very sorry, but we cannot help you today. So I'll keep you, my audience, updated as this uh, progresses. And this is the interesting thing. <laughs> this is one of those situations where you find out who your friends really are. And, and the saddest thing is that you can see what these so-called progressive community organizations who promote advocacy of civil rights, and you can see where they really stand. It's all about the donation money, baby. They don't care about you. Unless, of course, you killed or you're a murder, a murder victim. And, and tragically, yes, they do stand up for the, the So it, I guess the rules are you have to be a murdered person to come back to life. And then you can get some kind of justice from ACLU. Because I'll tell you something else, ACLU, your Broward County chapter. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the ACLU, you may not be aware, is a nonpartisan organization, a nonpartisan advocacy organization. And that means uh, Democrats, Republicans, independents, they're all welcome to be a member or, or join the ACLU. And that's all very nice, except for one thing. The Broward County chapter of the ACLU it's predominantly Republican. Because why? Because they don't pay attention and they're in that Denny's uh, making a funny face with their sausage and eggs rather than paying attention and, and focusing on, on business at hand. So, uh, yeah, it's been uh, slowly being taken over by the Republicans uh, in, a, in an all-blue county. Yeah, uh, that's a little memo to you, Nancy, for all your perspicacious help. Oh, what can I do for you? Yeah, okay. Well, you did nothing for me. All I wanted was a letter, not a lawsuit. I just wanted a letter. How long does it take to write a letter, ACLU? But that wouldn't have got you any donations. So, yeah, I kind of understand that because that's how, you need headline grabbers. You need something that, that'll generate those donations, just like SPLs. And I got to say, in all fairness, ACLU and Southern Poverty Law Center, I've spoken about it before. They do tremendous work. They really do. However, the one down here sucks. Now, there's much more important things going on in this world, and especially in this country, that I should be talking about than just this. And I do understand, I want to make it very clear, things that happen to other people in my position are a hell of a lot worse. But the fact, and this is what I'm getting at, the fact that I can't even get a letter written, a letter the fact that that can't even happen. And I have to do this all, all on my own. Uh, some people have stepped up to help. I do have some support in some areas, as I said, Equality Florida. But to just be swatted aside like a gnat bothering them, what went on in that BJ's store uh, should not be permitted to go on in any retail establishment. I know Hobby Lobby took it to the Supreme Court, uh, but BJ's didn't. And like I said, when I get that letter of apology to the entire transgender community, then I'll shut my mouth. But until then, uh, we have more important issues to, uh, <laughs> like the end of the world, uh, <laughs> to, to, to be discussing. And that's going to be coming up in just a moment. For those of you who are wondering where the comedy went, oh, here it is right here. 
Other stations give you cash, but we're going to get you cash. More cash than you ever thought possible. And we're going to get it from the federal government. Uncle Sam. You send us your W-2, your receipts, and your 1040, and we'll prepare your taxes. That's right. Real disc jockeys doing your taxes. H&R Jobs. We'll start by claiming dependents, dogs, cats, head lice, even intestinal parasites. If it squirms, we'll claim it. We'll deduct your vacation. Business expense. Your car. Business expense. Your house. Business expense. Not to mention your business expenses. Just be listening, and when you hear this sound, give us a call, and we'll do your taxes. This station is willing to go to any subsequent Internal Revenue Service audit, but not as legal representatives or, for that matter, as tax preparers. We will, however, be more than happy to watch you sweat. The only sure things in life are death, taxes, and dumbass radio promotions. Keep listening for your chance to win. Rick Summers with you on 95.3 FM, 1470 WWNN. And to all my listeners on there, uh, I know <laughs> my diatribe ran a bit long. So if you want to hear part two of the Brit Summer Show, uh, follow along with me now as we go online and uh, finish it there. Uh, but I should mention that next week is Easter, uh, Pesach and Easter and all of them, they all come together. So to my terrestrial audience, I'll see you again here in two weeks, right here, four o'clock Sundays on 95.3 FM, WWNN. And everybody else, follow me. You found the place for trans substantiation. The Brit Summers Show. Give it up, give it up. You've got to give it to me, give it to me. You've got to give it up, give it up. You've got to give it to me, give it to me. I am the IRS. Soak you dry. I'm the cause of your stress, but don't ask why. Don't have to tell you how they're gonna use it. No use complaining now when they abuse it. Give it up, give it up. You've got to give it to me. Give it to me. You've got to give it up. Give it up. You've got to give it to me. Give it to me. Why take your money, baby, for politicians To throw away or maybe spend on their women Those fiscal tricks you use, don't even try Cause I can audit you until you die Give it up, give it up You've got to give it to me, give it to me You are still listening to The Brit Summer Show Thanks for staying tuned, especially after that long diatribe about BJ's (laughs) <laughs> we should I, I, we should talk about what I normally talk about. I, I feel out of place now, but I wanted to discuss uh, what the Trump administration. Oh yeah, Bannon, he's not gone. Uh, they just uh, took his position away, but he's still got security clearance at this stage, and he will still be whispering in uh, DT's ear. And speaking of uh, President Russian puppet. Uh, what did they take away so far? I, I'm hoping that anybody who voted for Trump is listening right now, because here's what you, your friends, your loved ones, here's what you lost so far for that brilliant choice. Uh, birth control and cancer screenings for women. Yes, that means uh, mammograms. At least what I'm reading here, they're, they're again. They're no longer available for free. 
No, you got to pay for it, damn it. Uh, retirement accounts, uh, they rolled back regulations on allowing states to create retirement accounts for low-income workers that were not provided by employers. You see, I had problems with Obama, a lot of problems with Obama, but he did do a few good things. And one of those things was, in 2014, Fair Pay and Safe Workplaces Act. And that provided protections for women, uh, from wage theft from men and women, and uh, OSHA, uh, they're, they're defunding OSHA. It's just, they're taking, why? There's no real good reason for, to take any of these away. I mean, even if they're going to redistribute the wealth, there's nothing to redistribute here. It's just plain mean. They're, they're just soulless demons. There's nothing else to say. They want to take away funding for HIV research. They want to take away fun, funding for food assistance, like I was just saying. How do you think I buy food? Uh, and, and anybody who's real proud of their kid that they got a Pell Grant, well, they're taking that away too. I guess unless you already have a Pell Grant, then you're okay. But they don't want to give Pell Grants away. Why, why would they take these away? You have to ask why. To make us safe? What, what's the reason they would give? How would they spin to be so demonic, to, to be so mean? Why would they do this? You have to ask yourself that. Why? Jesus? Is that it? Because Jesus? What, what? Give me a good reason for that. There ain't none. No. And with the news of Assad, again, again, gassing his people with sarin gas, gassing kids, children. Uh, last reports, there were 25 children killed by sarin gas. And, uh, of course, Trump never met a despot he didn't like. He likes Assad. He said, well, a, month, a couple months ago, he said, do what you want. Uh, and, of course, Putin's involved with this. Russia's involved with this. They're killing kids. And in Chechnya, they're, they're rounding up gay men and putting them in detention camps because to the ignorant morons out there who think uh, gays are just gay men, they're just uh, looking for gay men. They don't know from gay women. It's like the uh, transphobics out there, the Matt Stavers of the world, like at Liberty Council, who who don't know anything about trans men. So they're uh, drafting all of these hateful laws against transgenders, and they don't know that there are trans men. They don't want to know. See, a transgender to them is something they saw in a movie. They, they think it's a, a Rocky Horror Picture Show. To them, that's what a transgender is. Because, well, for many, many, many years, everybody thought that. But for people who don't know about a certain type of person or a certain type of subject, if they see it on a movie or if they see it on TV, well, then that's the way everybody is, right? Yes. What a lousy week. This has been one crappy week for everybody across the board, except for Republicans. They love when other people are miserable as, like they are. And for the next two generations, we have lost the uh, Supreme Court with the appointment of uh, Frank Gorshin. Yeah, I know it's Neil Gorsuch, but I'm going to say Frank Gorshin because I'd rather see him in there, even in the state that Frank Gorshin is in today. He would be a vast improvement. <laughs> this has been one lousy week, and not to mention, uh, Don Rickles passed away. A man who, he was one of the few stand-ups that could make me laugh till I cried. Till I cried. He had his whole life ahead of him. <laughs> as he would have said, but all the way up to the end of his life, well, a couple of years ago anyway, 
he was great on uh, Seinfeld's uh, Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee. He was funny on that. What was he? It must have been 87, 88 years old, and he was still on top of his game. I'd like to, I didn't look, but his website has tour dates going on for the next couple of years. I don't know if it's still up there or not. But you see, that's what kept him alive, the work. He lived for the work. And I guess his body gave out after a while because he couldn't do it anymore. But that's, and Mel Brooks was asked last year, Mel Brooks, who's 90 or, or 91 or 190. And Mel Brooks said, and I don't know who was interviewing Mel Brooks, but they, they said, what do you attribute your longevity to? And Mel Brooks said, quote, and it's true, you work or you die. Work or die. And, and that's true. The minute you retire, the minute you stop working, you die. Just ask my father. That's what happened to him. I, I will never retire. I will always have something to do to keep me busy. Should I live that long? And the way things are going, it don't look that good. So rest in peace, Don Rickles. You kept everybody laughing, really laughing hard. On the floor, uh, just uh, unbelievable. What a career that man had. And, and a damn good actor. Run silent, run deep. Man with the x-ray eyes. And my favorite war movie of all time, Kelly's Heroes. I have based my whole humor on laughing at bigotry. I laugh at Will Chamberlain. Ha, 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 ha. But if you don't laugh back, it's not funny. Is that your wife, sir? Jesus Christ. I'll tell you this. What was it, a train? And I love the Italian people. I'll never forget the word of Carmine Gangananzo, who said to me in Brooklyn on a Saturday night. <laughs> and I'm a Jew and Sammy, you're black. I'm sorry. You know, I, I, never, I never tell the truth. I, I exaggerate. I make fun of blacks, whites, Jews, Italian. Well, Jews. You're Chinese, right? Chinese? This girl here? If you're not, get your eyes fixed. Look at a Chinese boy sitting there going, who's Chinese? Who's Chinese? Phyllis Diller, ladies and gentlemen, who, uh, when she was born, God ran out of clay and made her face trick-or-treat Charlie. Her former husband said on the wedding night, No! Bob Newhart made the claim that he was my closest friend. I have never met Bob Newhart. I'll put it to you another way. Bob Newhart goes to many gay parties. I like you very much, Tully. I like you more than I thought I would like you. Please sit down, because we could be married in an hour. That's what's in your heart, right, Sam? Be proud. Brothers, we kiss, we hug. Uh, any black on my lips? Don't write letters, folks. We cover them all. Nah, I'm not going on. Come back what an evening, Mike. It's so it's good to see you. I didn't know you were still on. Yo, yo. Yeah, yeah. But this is a good jacket. You come in tomorrow night with cotton candy and you work the carnival. <laughs> now, anyway, uh, can I say something since I've seen you? I've gotten so old. <laughs> 19 years, John. That's right. Don't milk it anymore. Walk away. <laughs> Get out, Wallace. Well, you see... See, I, I, I try to do one show for a long time rather than six or seven like you for a month or two, and then... Oh, 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 oh. 
No, 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 no. When you're that big, you're allowed to turn on a little guy <laughs> who lives in two rooms on Figueroa with a busted accordion. <laughs> Look right in there and let America know you're a millionaire and you don't need him. Right. <laughs> I'm a millionaire. I don't need you. No, don't do that. Don't do that to me. <laughs> but, but now we're both happily married. Absolutely. You went through a couple of warm-ups, but... Uh... You know you never like me. What? You never like me. You like Newhart better than me. You always did. You're right. You finally dragged it out of me, didn't you? <laughs> I'll do the fun Thank stuff. Thank you, of course. When? I don't... <laughs> Stand up, Frank. Be yourself and hit somebody. And all the guys with him went, Is that, is that funny, Frank? <laughs> Who is your favorite male singer? Honest? Yeah. Dick Haynes. Everybody around couldn't believe I had the macaroons to say this to me. And I did. And when I came home, my cousin was on a hook in the living room. No. <laughs> Marco Mangananzo was hurt. <laughs> Marco Mangananzo? From Binu Bombazzo, two bullets in the head Thursday. Uh, I kid around about people. I got a reputation. Ricardo Montalban, a good friend. You know this. I got a reputation of being like Newsweek said, the merchant of venom, destroys stars. You people in the back, this is not true. I love people, really. Ricardo, why do I kid you? Why? Because I don't like you. <laughs> Tell you out there, America, our governor is dumb. <laughs> Dean Martin said to me when Governor Reagan or Regan, whatever they call you. I don't care. Orson Welles, uh, ladies and gentlemen, has been a great star for so many years. Uh, this man was married to a great many women in his life. They're all flat now. Marty, when we see all the films you did, none of them were great. De Niro is sitting there. He's one of the great actors of our time. You ask him. Uh, I've seen Kirk in many, many movies. And I say from the bottom of my heart as an actor, he is weak. <laughs> Julia Roberts, you live next to me at the beach, you know that. I'm living about two blocks from me. The broad never shows up. Come by and say hello. We're closer than two blocks. <laughs> you have no lines, Julia, just nod. <laughs> anyway. Uh... My wife told me to be polite to see By the way, she'd be with us tonight, my lovely wife, Barbara, but unfortunately she swam in our pool today with her jewelry on and drowned. <laughs> with Dave. <laughs> You're sitting there like you're the Monsignor in, in Chicago or something. She's laying in bed with the jewelry signaling ships. <laughs> what do you do? You sit in the farm and watch a bird die. And every time we made love, she started a whistle. You were great though. You're, like you're like a little mouse in a state prison. <laughs> if he was alive, I wouldn't be doing that. I'd be out here with wheels on my ass sitting like this. <laughs> I didn't know if I stooped or made tea. I'm saying she's a, a lovely woman. She is. She used to be a hooker for the FBI. No, she... Pass me my pants. I'm a Jew in Idaho for the corn convention. <laughs> I think I can get to that tree. So what do you want me to do? Drop my pants and fire a rocket? I've got the comedy here to lean back on because this has just been one lousy week. Nothing good happened anywhere. Chelsea Brown passed away. Chelsea Brown from Laughing.
on top of everything else, Eric Prince. He's in the White House. Eric Prince. You remember him? Eric Prince of Blackwater. I did so many shows on that. Blackwater is uh, Murder Incorporated. They're killers for hire, assassins for hire. And uh, they're the ones that escalated the, uh, the deaths in Iraq. It's because of Eric Prince and his Murder Incorporated. More people died because they went places where they shouldn't have gone. And then uh, it went on from there. But he's a real, he's a low-life demon. He's a, and here he is in the White House pulling strings. He's one of the catalysts for uh, this uh, Russian connection. Eric Prince. Let me refresh your memory. Got your eye on a country to occupy? How about some all-American genocide? Private mercenary corporations are not accountable to any law in the New World Order. Let Blackwater USA spill blood for you. Blackwater's inadequately trained assassins are now available for hire to the highest bidding billionaire. Simply log onto our website and we'll whore ourselves out to murder anyone you choose. We take pride in upholding the laws that don't govern us. Our favorite trophy was our massacre in Baghdad Square, since cleared by the State Department. We're proud to say over 20 dead and one car burned so bad a mother melted into her baby. <laughs> what a mess! Leave the murder to Blackwater USA Security, making you proud to be an American. Real excellence in broadcasting. Great Summers. We got a no-bid contract from Rummy Cheney and Bush. They sent us into Iraq to bust a cap in their tooth. They're hired for killing. Don't have to play by the rules. Killing women and children. Blackwater, USA. How about that Eric Prince? What a prince of a guy He's making millions of dollars To make people die All right, the Godfather Who killed for old times' sake If you want little girls slaughtered Blackwater, USA They give us guns to shoot And murder such a hoot We can do anything we want like the U.S. troops We hire guys like Jeffrey Dahmer That worshipped Tim McVeigh A patriotic blood shower Like water USA Shot people holding their arms up And sitting in their cars That old man who tried to surrender We blew his head clean off You don't have to provoke us the rest of love you away We're highly paid come killers Blackwater USA Murder Incorporated Killers Blackwater USA You're listening to the Brit Summer Show uh, We've got a year from now We've got a Goober uh, Notorial race coming up Here in Florida and uh, there seems to be, uh, already, the DNC is a disaster here. Um, we've got two 
candidates on a de- on a Democratic side. Uh, one is Andrew Gillum, who's mayor of Tallahassee, and uh, he's got a source already. He just announced, and he's being accused of. And it makes no sense to me. It sounds like Bubba Micey. Uh, he's using illegal software to send out campaign uh, emails or something like that. I don't, it sounds weak. Uh, but he seems like a really decent guy. And the way I see it is uh, he, doesn't have, he doesn't have a good chance here. because One, he's going up against a mega millionaire, Gwen Graham, who, uh, like I said, a couple shows back, her father's okay by me. Uh, she's a little right of moderate. Uh, but hey, as compared to what we have in office right now, I'll take her. George Soros is funding Andrew Gillum's campaign, which that's weird. Uh, oh, yeah, there you go. Hey, talker to the left of me on the radio dial. Uh, yeah, there you go. George Soros, there's your favorite name to bandy about. The, yeah, the same guy that wrote me a check to go to the Women's March. And I'm going to have to call George and uh, remind him that I'm going to the Women's March in Orlando uh, this May 20th. So maybe George Soros will cut me a check for that too. You stupid fucking moron. Down to the left of me on the dial. The problem I see here is the <laughs> Florida DNC. Yes, the Florida DNC, which is uh, one of the most corrupt, it turns out, one of the most corrupt organizations. And that comes as no surprise here in paradise because there's been nothing but corruption. Sometimes it's not as corrupt. Those are the good times you want to have. But mainly it's always corrupt. And the most corrupt of all is the uh, Florida DNC with Steve Battelle in charge and uh, and all and just stacking it up with all of his billionaire buddies. So here we go again, my fellow Democrats. Even though Governor Lizard's termed out, whoever the Republicans put up, they're going to win because we've got uh, Steve Battelle up there. Although uh, Gwen Graham, she's loaded, so maybe uh, we'll, she'll have a shot. The Florida Sound! It's Boca Brit Summers from Florida to you. We're getting run now by corporations Revising our rights to suit what they like We occupy other sovereign nations Convinced that we're mighty, whitey and right Hey Blackwater Thirsty bastards in a tailored Brooks Brothers Hey Blackwater, of the lawyer Mercenary killers, smugly smiling to Hey Blackwater, hired to slaughter Profiting on death, turning human beings into goo White collar criminal types With your very own corporate media Telling everybody everything's alright You're making good money You're listening to the Brit Summer Show on FYINation.com, GDPRRevolution99.com, SoFloRadio.com, and... Tune in 
Not so much progressive voices. No, you won't hear me on there. Ooh, they, they should change their uh, uh, slogan to not so progressive voices. Although, as I've learned in the past month, and I've spoke about it before, progressives are only as liberal and progressive as it's convenient. Yeah, everybody has, everybody has their own stopping point. So they're selectively progressive. Progressive voices, my shapely ass. And if you take their line, okay, they've got these anchor streams. They're not their shows. They're anchor streams. In the morning, they got Steph Miller. In the afternoon, they got Hartman. Then they got Nicole and Randy. And then nothing. And then they got uh, Brad Cast at 8 o'clock. He does a good job. He works hard. Uh, and then at 9 o'clock, you got the great, the great Mike Malloy. <laughs> that guy's amazing. Everything else in between it's amateur hour. Amateur hour. They've got something. Listen, here's the part, and I've said this before, because I want to hear what these people are discussing. If there's something I, I can learn from what these people are talking about, and I'm certain, I am certain they're all very nice people and uh, very intelligent people, but they don't belong on the air. I can't listen. I have. Let me give you an example. Tom Hartman was out for a week, and they had this guy in there. I don't know who he was, but he was obviously gay, and <laughs> we're not supposed to know that. Let me teach you a lesson out there about broadcasting and being a professional in the business. I worked for the gayest man in, in the history of South Florida radio, Neil Rogers. Nobody could believe the guy was gay. You know why? Oh, here's another thing. Chris Collingsworth of CBS News, back in the day, he worked for Ed Murrow. Uh, if you can, you can look him up online. Uh, uh, he didn't, you would have not known he was gay, listening to him. And then there was Frank Reynolds on ABC News. He passed away, but you wouldn't have known he was gay. Of course, Max Robinson, you wouldn't have known he was gay either until you found out he died of AIDS back in, when AIDS was really bad in the early 80s. And, and that brings us to Shepard Smith. Uh, when he's on the air, he's he doesn't say, Hi, everybody, I'm Shepard Smith. No, he does what's called his job because he's a trained broadcaster. Training is the operative word here. Training. And this guy that was taking uh, Tom Hartman's place, it sounded like he was flying around the room. He, he, he Like he needed uh, two tons of lead in his sneakers to hold him down in place. Like they had to bolt his shoes to the floor. You're not supposed to come on the air like Paul Lind or, or Rip Taylor. You're supposed to come on the air like a news person or maybe even a pundit, but at least make it sound professional, at least make it sound like you can enunciate the news, you can speak like a normal person, instead of like this, like that. Oh, la, 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 You're not on the air to get a date, okay? Well, Tom Welling, my Superman, he gets me swelling here in my hand. That boy's got me swooning like a poofy queen. I want him to do me, he's so smooth and clean. He's way too pretty, he can't 
beast right I get a stiffy and hope he's gay Gets my taint a quiver watching Superman And I'm willing, I'm willing to grab He's swell, Tom Welling, my Superman Will give me a swollen glass. Well, he may be in Smallville, but he's not small at all. He's sweet and dreamy, a god from space. I want his creamy all on my face. Get fighting the quiver. Watching Superman And I'm willing, I'm willing, I'm willing, I'm willing, I'm willing, I'm willing to grab You have been listening to the Brit Summer Show right here on FYINation.com. SoFlowRadio.com, GDPRRevolution99.com, and tune in, not so much on Progressive Voices. I think we should call that not-so-Progressive Voices. Remember, if you want to contact me, it is TheBritSummerShow.com, and everything on that page, is you'll have my shows you can hear. It takes you right into SoundCloud. And thanks to the support of my listeners, we now have all of my shows there. I really should delete the old ones because they make no sense. I mean, they're so dated now. But I thank everybody for contributing. Uh, and remember, the donate button is right there on the, on the front of my site. Uh, it is Boca Brittany Summers on Facebook. And uh, as I said earlier in the program... I won't be here next week because of the upcoming holiday. So everybody, uh, happy Easter and a season Pesach. And I'll see you back here in a couple of weeks. In the meantime, this is Brittany Summer saying the truth.